you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. If Monday just feels a little different to you, it's because it is. The NFL regular season is over. Super duper wild card weekend is starting on Saturday, Sunday, and you have a game on Monday. Three days of NFL football. And if it feels different too, to you for a different reason, you're not sure why, well, it's because tonight you have the last national championship game the last college football game of the year is the national championship game. Boy, I'm redundant. Um, Michigan playing Washington. Right now, again, uh, you got that Washington team as a five-and-a-half-point dog to the uh, Michigan Wolverines. So it's going to be an uh, interesting game. We're going to talk about who we're going to bet on at the very end of this subject. I mean, the very end of the show. Damn it. My, I'm feeling like a million times better, by the way, Dacus. Welcome into the show. Thank you. Do you I want some news, John? Um, sure. Tigers are 13 in the new AP pool. Did it just drop? Sure did. So they moved up too? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ole Miss is out of the top 25. Well, I hate to say this. I feel bad. I felt like, um, I actually felt bad. Why? Like, Tennessee minus 11 is, I, is, a, is a game I played. As you should have. And. Tennessee's good. They beat, I mean, they beat Ole Miss so bad. It was, it, I don't, I felt, it was it was sad looking. Like, did you see any of that game? Yeah, I watched most of it. Oh, did you feel sorry for Ole Miss for a while? I did not at all. Oh, oh. Well, thanks. I'm sorry. Well, thanks. Buddy. I feel sorry that I just said that so rudely or so uh, sternly. As we are the home of the Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah, that doesn't mean I have to like Ole Miss. That's true. You don't have to like them at all. That is. A I very also good don't point. pay tuition for anybody to go to Ole Miss like that. You is do. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and yes, that is another. That's a good point. Or for um, season tickets. Yeah, or season tickets. Yeah. Or my daughter who's leaving on Wednesday to head down to Orlando ah, as yes. the Ole Miss Rebel cheerleaders right. are going for the national championship. Yo. I'll, I'll cheer for him in that, John. I know the Tigers have a pretty good uh, dance and palm team, whatever it is, but I'll, I'll root for your daughter in that, John. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll give you that, but not anything else. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But, yeah, Ole Miss got just destroyed by Tennessee. Tigers took care of business again. They got to win. That's what matters. And JQ's done his business. Mm. We you don't you didn't feel good about that. I mean, it was just bad possession. I mean, good shot, but bad possession. Two good shots from that exact That's spot. Right. Two That's games right. in a row. He's the luckiest man on earth. I mean, dude, no, that was a stroke, man. Both of them were pure. Either it was bad. Either there was not a play drawn up, or nobody ran the play. That was a horrible possession. But it went in because I was accused of being a hater last night by my well, friends. Well, Penny, after, after the game, um, almost maybe tried to take a little blame off of what some of the people are the, the criticism because he basically said everybody in their career, they want you know the time, the, t- uh, the time just ticking off the clock with the ball in your hand, pull up and take the last shot, and it'd go in, and it did. It did. Tiger Twice. Win. Twice. Scary. It is a little scary. I like what JQ said, though. Hey, his team, trust him to take the big shot. 
And those big possessions. I think he trusts himself a little more. Yeah, he does, but hey, he's, <laughs> he's hit those bad I am, I am glad, though, because I got accused. I, I was saying the same thing. I was talking to one of my buddies last night. I said, I'm glad the Tigers won, uh, but that was really bad possession. Uh, and uh, he was like, you're just a hater. Why are you always hating on the Tigers? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, and I'm, you're a big Tiger fan. I am. I'm like, not hating. Just, it I'm, just scared the... Ever, ever laughing crap out of me because I thought they were gonna. I thought, I mean, I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I'm glad they won. And now they're number 13. Amen. 13th in the new poll. Tigers, Tigers, Tigers. And by the way, Mikey, uh, not gonna be a Tiger. He's entered the transfer portal. Talking about Mikey Williams, just also a little nervous. Well, he could always come back. Um, it sounds like I, I mean, think- he can, but kind of, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, for me, if I was engaged, which you are. Oh man, I forgot about that. If okay, and all of a sudden, like, let's just say, like, next year, she's like, you know what? I don't want to get gauged. Mm-hmm. I this wedding's off, right? I'm just gonna tell you right now, I ain't getting back with you. No, I agree, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, thanks for saving me from marriage. The only reason I say that is because uh, Parth, who covers the Tigers for the Daily Memphian, he tweeted out that originally Tigers freshman Mikey Williams, JJ Taylor will enter transfer portal per report. Then he quote tweeted that uh, and said, "I can confirm that JJ Taylor has in- has indeed entered the transfer portal, according to a Memphis." program spokesperson working to confirm news on Mikey Williams hearing rumblings that he could still return to Tigers despite being in the portal so it sounds like that door at least Memphis he's hearing hey, is let me still tell you keeping something. that door open Penny's a better man than I am I, you're, you're right about that because he did this dance with Malcolm uh-huh. Malcolm shunned him left the program and then came back and he opened up his arm see Penny's got a big heart Big heart. Big heart. He Big loves heart the pain. city. He loves his he loves the kids. He, he sticks does. with them. He's for the kids. You know what? He's smart because you know what? Kids make bad decisions. They do. They, and, I their mean, parents, kids, John. and their parents still love them. I heard uh I, I don't know who Dave is. I think was that's talking. how he looks at it. I see I'm looking at this more of a marriage. You are. I need to look at this as a a paternal relationship. You know, like I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's how Penny does it. He sees them as his children. Uh-huh. So they when they act out. He lets them be bad, and then he right. he loves them and tries to coach them back up. John, I don't know who um, like Dave was talking to today. I got in the car, and he was already talking to his guest, and so I didn't, I didn't, I don't know who it was. But they were talking about the national championship game, and this guy, whoever he was talking to, said, coach, um, um, he said, no matter. He said, "Don't," because uh, Dave brought up gambling and like whatever the line was. And uh, his guest said, uh, "Just remember, you're betting on 18 to 24 year olds. They're idiots." Sometimes. I think he said 22, so, and I was thinking well, yeah, he should have 24 because yeah, now they're a little thing. bit older. Yeah, yeah, with playing like seven years yeah. and stuff. Sure, back um, in his day, it was 22, but yeah, now they're all 28 years old, still playing football. That's true, though. But um, I do. Hey, I think that's very good advice. Don't bet more money than you can lose. And that's right. Remember that they are young kids. But I'll tell you one thing. Betting is just that that way. I mean, the NFL is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are grown-ass men in, pre- in pros. Josh Allen looks so terrible, he almost gave me a heart attack yesterday. John, can I say something? Yes, you can. The Bills might have won the game last night, but the Dolphins won the battle. What? They didn't cover, they didn't win, and they lost their entire defensive front. I mean, they don't have a single edge rusher. They lost Bradley Chubb the last week. That's right. They lost um, like his replacement, and then the dude's replacement last night on special teams. That's right. Like they didn't. They don't have any defensive end. They brought in what? Who was that? Melvin Ingram? Who or, um, was it? Melvin Ingram? I don't know. 
Like an old man was out there playing yesterday, and I didn't even know he was still in the damn league. Oh, uh, Leonard Fournette was playing for the Bills. That was fun to see. Playoff Lenny. Yeah, he's tearing things up, man. He's been tearing it, tearing it, tearing it up. This is going to drive me crazy, man. My brain is not working. I don't know. Maybe I had like – I thought I had the flu last week. Hmm. I, maybe I, I think you might have had the flu. Or maybe does, does, does the flu make your brain not work? I don't know, John. I've never had the flu. What? You've never had the flu? I've not. That makes me worried. I'm very lucky. You must have some badass immunity system. Maybe. So, like I was saying, John, the Dolphins won the battle last night. Dolphins were cheering for a tie last night because a tie would have meant they could still play at home and they would host the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I think a loss last night is better than a win because if they had won last night, the Buffalo Bills would have just stayed in Miami for the week and played them again next week in Miami. John, hard to beat the same team twice, especially in back-to-back weeks, especially in the NFL. Now they go to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. And John, what have we been saying all year about this Chiefs team? There's something wrong with them. This isn't the same Chiefs team. I'm telling you, they might have won the battle. I, I, I hear what you're saying on that front. I, I do hear what you're saying. I, I, I do totally get what you're saying. And by the way, just so it is, yeah, it was Melvin Ingram. Interesting. Who was playing because Cameron Good, um, Andrew Van Ginkle, uh, Jason um, Phillips, all three were knocked out the game, and he just got brought over last week. How about that? Yes, yeah, well, so, yeah, and that's what you're talking to me. Okay. First round, first Miami's uh, Xavier Howard. He's out because he's banged up. Jalen Ramsey a few times got beat by Diggs, but uh, Josh Allen just couldn't hit him. Waddle is going to play next week, but Waddle, he's Waddle, banged Waddle, up. Waddle. Moster's pl- banged up. Man, I don't know, dude. Uh, it's the NFL next man up mentality. I feel like that Diggum Chiefs team at home. Against this Dolphins team. And by the way, I do have to say, Tua and Josh Allen. Tua, if you're a coach, I think you're the guy. You, I would rather coach Tua. He processes information so fast. I think so, too. He gets rid of the ball with a, an average of 2.3 seconds. This offensive line that he's playing behind is beat up. They have three backups playing. And yet he's still getting the ball. To his guys, because he's just he's just quick. But they only scored fourteen points mm-hmm. in that second half, and they and, and Tua doesn't beat. He doesn't beat good teams. And I look at Josh Allen, who 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 has turned the ball over this year too damn much, and had a couple stretches. And last night, I was thinking to myself, Josh Allen is is shaving points or something, <laughs> or just trying to rip my heart out. He is absolutely terrible, and he was terrible for three quarters, and then. Josh Allen pulled some of those plays out as you know what. Mm-hmm. Made some throws that only jo- – like Tua can't make some of the throws that Josh Allen makes. But damn it, all I think to myself, if Josh Allen could process and read and anticipate the way Tua would be, like could – like Tua does more with less. Mm-hmm. I think Tua does more in the National Football League period with his mind and having basically the weakest body. You're just ter- – I was about to say, you're just terrified every time he gets hit. I'm terrified every time he gets it. I don't want to see him. Like They actually did a design run for him yesterday, and it worked so well that the defensive end and the linebackers collapsed so far, and he just ran for an easy 10-yard first down. But once you see him out there running, now I was wanting to hit him because I had the bills and I was and I was ticked off. He looks really slow when he's running. Yeah, he's not. He's not again, he's, the, he, he's not the greatest athlete in the world, but my goodness, he, he puts the ball. He's accurate as hell, 
and he just processes information so fast. He reads defenses so well. He anticipates, and he throws into some windows that you would think you'd have to have a rocket arm. Yeah. But he just – I mean, he puts it in there. But again, this Miami team I feel like is flawed on many levels. They they lost a game to the Buffalo Bills where Josh Allen had two interceptions and a fumble. And they lost that game. I, I'm just like, you can't do that. And again, in the, sec- in the third quarter though, you know, Mike McDaniels – I, that three and out, I just feel like that after Josh Allen takes the opening drive of the, the second half and goes all the way down the field, they get into position to score, and then Josh Allen fumbles the football. And then all of a sudden, the Buffalo Bills go three and out. Josh Allen saved, gets the ball back. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a wild game in in Miami. Did you hear about all the Buffalo Bills fans, Bills Mafia, excuse Hell me, yeah. buying uh, buying all the tickets, and then Miami was sending it emails to people that were reselling their tickets, saying, "Sorry, you can't buy season tickets next year because you resold your tickets to Bills fans." No way, because mm-hmm. they have a policy that if they can decide if you if they because they can track. If you resell your tickets somehow, and they have a policy that says if you resell your tickets too much, um, that they can deny your season ticket renewal at the end of the season. And so there were report there people were saying last night that like Miami was like seeing like whose tickets were being sold to Dol- or to to Bills fans like not renewing, sending out like mass emails to people saying we're not renewing your tickets because you let Bills fans buy up all your tickets. It's cold blooded, man. It really is. That is some cold blooded stuff. Uh, but again, talking about this week's games, talking about the way the Bills have go- gone down the stretch, their but their defense in that second half was unbelievable. I mean, they shut the Dolphins out in the second half. Think about that. This Dolphins offense with Tua, who is you know still operates at a high level. Um, I like the Buffalo Bills at home against the Steelers. They're the largest line. I mean, they're a ten point favorite. Mason Rudolph. It, it's been a cute little story. But T.J. Watt will not be playing in this game for the Steelers. And yes, while Mike Tomlin went 10-7 and this year, and it's, it's something to be just unbelievably admired. I mean, my man's been in with the league 17, year, 17 seasons. Forever. And has never had a below 500 record. Extremely impressive. What he's done with this, this team, extremely impressive. I mean, he had to rely on Mason Rudolph. Like to somehow to get them a three game winning streak to make it into the playoffs. Now they did play a Ravens team yesterday that was playing nobody in one of the nastiest weathered games I've ever seen. Like it was freezing, sleeting rain, twenty five mile an hour winds. That was just an ugly football game. Um, it could be ugly weather in Buffalo, but you know Josh Allen and the Bills. I feel like they get that one easy. I don't think Miami can go to Kansas City and win in Kansas City. Like, who has Miami beaten this year that makes you believe? Dallas. They beat Dallas at Miami. That's right. That's the, they did beat Dallas. That You know what? That will – but this was also a much healthier team three weeks ago. You're right. Now this team is just decimated by injuries. I mean, they're the walking wounded. I don't think anybody's lipping into the postseason quite like the Miami Dolphins. Um it's just – it's pretty sad. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, please, child, please. Now, again, we talked about the Browns and the Texans. Texans, C.J. Stroud, they had to win in Indy. 
Uh, you know, Shane Steichen was just running the ball down their throat. Looked like they were going to go in there and get that win. And then on fourth and one, Gardner Minshew throws it out to the flat. Incomplete. Should have been caught. Should have been a better pass. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. It wasn't. Texans move on. But C.J. Stroud, out of his mind this year, 4,108 yards, 23 tutties, five interceptions, and uh, I guess I proved myself right. I said I would have taken C.J. Stroud with the first overall pick because I'd never taken somebody. What did I say? I would never take somebody as small as Doug Flutie with the number one overall pick. Uh-huh. That's what you said. I said it. I'm like, that doesn't, I mean, Doug Flutie had to go to the Canadian Football League to prove he could make it to the National That's Football right. League. And you're going to spend a number one overall pick on a guy the same size as him when everybody's even bigger and stronger and faster? John, Dumb. John, do you think we've talked about the Texans enough this year? Like, I know we've talked about C.J. Stroud, but have we talked about this team in general enough? Not not just you, but like as a as a country, because this is a team that their head coach got fired last year because he won a game in Week 18 that did not give them the number one pick overall. Now they come in this year with a rookie head coach, a rookie starting quarterback, and now they've won their division. I just don't know if we've given them enough credit this year. Maybe not, but it seems like the AFC South every single year, we should have put a ton of money on this. They've been worse to first, I think, the last little bit, six seasons in a row. That's crazy. Isn't that right? Uh, you might it, be. It might be a little longer even, but I think it's the last six seasons. They've gone the, – whoever was the, the, the team that was dead last ended up winning the division the next year. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's insane. That's one reason that I put all the money on the Titans, not just because it was Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill's last game and Hopkins needed some money, and I know that defense was going to come out fired fired up. And, and pressure, Lawrence was And Lawrence still is banged, banged up, up and pressure burst pipes. Right mm-hmm. And right now the Jags defense has not been able to stop the run over the last three weeks. Shoot, five weeks, really. So, I don't know, man. And D'Amico Ryans coming from San Francisco and completely changing the culture. I think we should have, I think we should have talked a little bit more about this Texan situation because ever since Deshaun Watson and Massage Gate. That's right. Or Massage and Nasty Little Bitty Towel Gate. Deshaun Watson, you nasty, man. Um, this Texans organization has been just terrible. Like they thought they had it. They thought they were back. They were in the playoffs. They were playing the Kansas City Chiefs. They were up even that that first game. Like I think twenty eight nothing at half and ended up losing it. But people were feeling good about what was going on with their organization, and then everything was stripped from them, fell apart. And then in one year, D'Amico Ryan's goes out there and gets C.J. Stroud, brings in some some serious talent. Uh, you got to just be real. And Will Anderson Jr., by the way, with its number, like they got brought him in with the uh, number three pick mm-hmm. or four pick or whatever. That's right. I think that defense has been solid. I think Lovey Smith deserves something. Derek Steenley Jr., best cornerback really that good. nobody's talking yeah. about, should have made the Pro Bowl this year. And mm-hmm. then, by the way, he was drafted a pick. I mean, he was the first cornerback drafted That's in right. last year's draft ahead right. of Siege, a Sauce Gardner. That's right. And everybody was saying, oh, my God, they screwed up with that pick. He was he was banged up all last year. Him healthy this year, he was better than Sauce. I think Lovey Smith deserves something. I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to get very far in the playoffs this year. I was going to say he deserves a ring, but I don't think they're going to get far enough to get a ring. Because he deserves they got something. the number two overall pick. Because he won that one- game week 18. If not, we'd be talking about Bryce Young here, and we'd be talking about who knows what we'd be talking about with the, the Carolina Panthers. I don't know. I don't think, that, I don't think the Texans would have taken Bryce Young. You don't think so? 
I really don't. Hmm. I really don't. Maybe not. Maybe not. But you know what? We should I, – I, I hear what you're saying. If there was a chance, that's if they right. had to look at that process uh-huh. instead of just landing with the that's number right. two. Because that's what – who was it? It was one of their linebackers. I forgot who it was. But remember earlier in the season, one of their linebackers said the, the best thing we've done as an organization over the last three years was win week 18 last year because that gave us C.J. Stroud. And everyone was like, what? And, uh, I mean, it's, well, you it's, know what? It's a it, – it's if if they were going to go Bryce Young, damn. Yeah, it is a good point. Oh man! But by the way, also a lot of NFL news from the uh, from Washington. Have you seen what they've done? Yeah, they're they're moving uh, very fast. Fired Ron Rivera. Uh huh. So that's no, no shocker. Riverboat Ron's is that gone. The second or third firing we've had. Second, right? Um, let's see. We've had Arthur Smith uh-huh. has been fired. Was there one between those Ron two? Ron Rivera was fired. I think it's just those two. And so that's the only ones that okay. I can remember. Those are the only ones official. I, th- I think that's right. I think that's right. More coming down the pipe. Like Bill Absolutely. Belichick is going to be, yeah. I guess, resign probably. They'll let him resign. Because Robert like Kraft spent 24 years with them. Yeah. Yeah, the, no, the Falcons got rid of uh, Arthur extremely quickly. Yeah, that was that. They did it right at midnight last night. Yep. Um, Second they got a chance. Yeah, Arthur was cussing Dennis Allen out yesterday. Wasn't that crazy? Well, I would have been pissed off too if I was Arthur Smith. Uh, yeah. That was Bush League. But then when you found out that Dennis Allen uh, called the victory formation, they were supposed to go kneel. But then Jameis Winston went into the huddle and said, let's score a touchdown and give uh, Jamal the ball. John, is that not the most uh, Jameis the best, Winston the, thing you've ever seen? His post-game presser was, was, <laughs> was some gold. If you haven't seen it, go to my um, Twitter feed. I know that I um, definitely have. I ho- I've had to. I hear. I'll retweet it right now. I found it. I liked it. Is there any profanity? I can play it if there's no profanity in it. Um, there is no profanity okay. in it. It's uh, from Barstools. We'll play that. Like to start off, uh, Johnny Radio's. Um, what is that thing I do? Happy hour. Or no, no, the whole show is happy hour. Hardwood. I'm sorry, John. I might have a brain fog from the flu, or maybe I had the vid last week. I've never had the vid before. Uh, Jason Munn's reporting that Mikey Williams is officially in the transfer portal, just in case anybody was still holding was out still hope. holding out hope. I guess so. I wasn't holding out hope. But um, not only did Washington fire Ron Rivera, though, did you see that they're hiring, quote, one of the best in the business? I did see that. They have lured two-time NBA executive of the year, four-time NBA champ, Bob Myers. That's huge. My man stepped down last year from the Warriors because I guess he could see this train wreck coming. And he started doing a little TV. Which, he, by he's the been way, good on ESPN. I was going to say he has been good. He's been very good. But damn, he's now parlayed that into an NFL job. Right. Like it's the crazy. NBA is big, but the NFL is on a different level. Like a different level. I'm just wondering what the hell he knows about the NFL. He knows how to run an organization. Man, right now Washington is trying to do anything. Speaking of Bob Myers, and this might be a topic to bring up during uh, – during uh, Hardenwood or whatever that thing you you do, next segment is called. Um, but uh, Draymond Green talked for the first time today uh, on his podcast, the Draymond Green Show, and uh, talked about his suspension. and And he mentioned that him and Bob Myers talked like twice a day during this whole thing. No kidding. Mm-hmm. But he hadn't talked to uh, his coach Steve Kerr. No, no, he has. He said him and uh, him and Steve, Steve Kerr came over to the house the like day after the day after and they, or the day after that, and that they sat on his porch and talked for like three or four hours. Well, that's good. He has he shown up to the uh, building. 
Yeah, he reported over the weekend. He did? Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say, because, yeah. man, he hadn't been in, in the building yeah. in a long time, mm-hmm. Holmes. Yeah, and that was a mutual decision between him and the and the Warriors. It's a really good podcast for anybody who, who hadn't – I mean, obviously, I'm sure nobody's seen it because it just dropped like an hour ago. But while you were talking uh, to your two guests earlier, I've been sitting here listening to it. Really, really good stuff from Draymond. Glad that I bore you enough that you have no, to no, 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 John. I'm trying, John, John. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm you. doing my capital J journalism over here, so I can bring this information to the table for you, John. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's right. That's how you got to look at things. See, I look at things sometimes the wrong glass way. half full approach, John. Got to look at it the right way, man. Like uh, when I was looking at Penny, I was saying, man, if somebody jumped in the portal for me, for me, I feel like they just like took the ring off my off their finger and said, no, nah, this this ain't happening. We ain't we ain't consummating this giant. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what consummate. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Told you I got brain fog. But you know what we're gonna do on the other side? We gotta talk a little bit of hardwood because it feels so good. But I do want to remind you, it's lunchtime. You know, Central Barbecue. No matter where you are, you can get to a location under ten minutes. They got a they got a location downtown. They got the Central. They got the Summer. They got out east on Poplar, and now they also have one in South Haven. Central Barbecue, where smoke is their sauce, the best ribs in the world. Their their dead gum pulled pork is out of out of control. I love their sausage cheese plate. Their their smoked hot wings. I like the naked. I like the jerked. I like the honey gold. I like the sweet heat. I like the dry spice, and I love the wet. I love the wet and then the naked. No, the yeah, you know what I'm saying. Those are great ones. You should check them out. Barbecue nachos. I could use some barbecue nachos right now. That sounds really, really good. But if you want to get a little bit of barbecue and if you want to go to the best, go to Central Barbecue. They got five locations. They're right around the corner. Head on over there and get a little little cue. Something good for your belly. You can even eat healthy. They got like pulled chicken, turnip greens. They got smoked turkey. They got salads. They got something for everybody at Central Barbecue where smoke is their sauce. Hardwood on the other side. Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. Big thanks to Jay Crane. We talked about the national championship. He took Michigan 37, oh, no, 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 34-27. He had Michigan 34, Washington 27. That means he had Michigan covering the spread and the game going over. I'll give you my bet here about 12-50, uh, who I'm going to take in the national championship. It's also Black Monday for NFL coaches, first two to get fired, Arthur Smith one, two, Ron Rivera. I'm sure we'll see some more coming down the pipeline. Uh, we're about to do a little bit of Hardenwood where it just feels so dead gum good. But first, I got to remind you what else makes you feel good. Well, Tito's handmade vodka. Ooh, it's delicious. Six times distilled, stilled in these classic copper pots. Mm-mm-mm. Gives it a unique flavor, slightly sweet with that black pepper note. It balances everything out. My girl likes to craft her cocktails by putting a little bit of some cranberry juice, maybe a little pineapple. Go for it, girl. It's delicious. It matches great. Some people like making martinis. 
Some people just like drinking and eat. I drink mine with Tito's and water because I like to get my spirit on and hydrate with a little H2O. However you like to do it, Tito's does it the best. It's the best spirit around. And again, it's American vodka crafted here in the United States down in Austin, Texas. Tonight, national championship. On your way home, stop by your local liquor store and pick up a bottle of Tito's on the way. Again, they've got great prices, top 10 spirit around in any category. You can get the Big Fat Daddy bottle for just $33.99. At least I know you can get it in my liquor store that I go to. Get your Tito's on. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Tito's. All right, I got to bring this up. Uh, again, Jameis Winston, he uh, is, is a national treasure. They uh, end up scoring another touchdown, 48, I think to 17. They were in victory formation. Arthur Smith at the end of the game goes absolutely nuts. In fact, doesn't shake Dennis Allen's hand. In fact, points at him. You just started yelling at and him. And says, F you, uh-huh. F you, uh-huh. F you. Right. And then he said, no, F you some more. And then get some more of that F you. That's right. And if you want a little F you, I got some more F you. So F you, F you, F you, F you. I mean, damn, Arthur. That's about right. It was it was nasty. I thought he was gonna. T- I thought I thought he was gonna touch him. His face. He wanted to. He wanted to poke so hard. I mean, he was giving the finger poke. I thought it was gonna hit him in the chest or hit Dennis Allen in the face. It did not. But Dennis Allen has his job currently. Arthur Smith does not have his job as he was let go by the Atlanta Falcons. I'm kind of curious. Jameis Winston. Does he respect, does, it, does the locker room respect Dennis Allen? Like, do, can you imagine, like, if I'm a coach and I call victory formation and they go out there and run a, run a play and score a touchdown, how pissed off I am? Oh, yeah. That means my team isn't listening to me. Right. So, Arthur Smith was fired, but did Jameis Winston possibly get Dennis Allen fired, or did he put the final nail in the coffin and that offense put the final nail? Because I'm telling you, if I'm Arthur, I mean, not, that's Arthur Blank, that's in Atlanta. Whoever owns the damn Saints, it's the it's the um, Benson family. Yep, Gail Benson. Thank you, man. I couldn't remember the lady's name. Um, Gail Benson. If if I find out that the team doesn't listen to the head coach, I'm firing DA. Yeah. I, I mean, does that, this make sense, or am I looking no. too much into a, the situation? No, I think you're right. I mean, it's just uh, I mean, also guys the got a little failed. two-sided. They also, you know, they failed this year. Yeah, team wasn't very good. Uh, in a weak, weak division, mm-hmm. y'all were weak, weak, weak sauce. I mean, damn, 9-8, and eight. Tampa Bay 9-8. and eight. Y'all played the Falcons and Carolina Panthers twice. Weak, weak schedule. You got Alvin Kamara, and you can't get him involved. Derek Carr, I mean, I just, I don't know. Dennis Allen, I feel like, um, I feel like he could be the next one to go. And I have to say again mm. to one of the greatest heroes and sports figures I've ever known, Jameis Winston. He's done it again. He sure has. He is the man. I mean, guy knows how to stay in the headlines. He does. He's a, he, he's does. And he also knows how to talk to, like, like he plays the dumbest. I don't know. He might be really just crazy weird. Hmm. But, like, even him talking to the reporters last night, again, that was just, to me, it was gold. Yeah. 
you know, he, he like came out and said, I made the decision to do this, do this. And he's like, no, we made this as a team. Mm-hmm. We made this, I mean, as an offensive unit. And he kept saying, we made this decision. We. We, 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 Oh, but I respect Dennis Allen. And I'm sorry. And I apologize. By the way, I want to apologize to a coach, to DA. I want to apologize to him. Um, but, but, but I feel good about what I did, you know? And then when the reporter's asking him, well, you know, you play them. Uh, do you worry that this is going to come back to haunt you? You play them twice a year. Uh, what do you mean? We already played them twice a year. We already played them. We already played them twice this year. Well, what about next year? But well, what about next year? I mean, you know, like it's just, he's just gold. He's freaking gold. Uh, I, I do also have to say Draymond Green. You talked about him on his podcast. It's great podcast. I haven't listened to the entire thing. I've listened to 35 minutes of it. Really good stuff. Um, well, from some 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 stuff that I've heard, he was talking Adams he was talking with Adam Silver and he says that Draymond Green, he said that he was about to retire. Yeah, that's from this podcast, yes. It is from this podcast. Yeah. So he says he's about to retire, leave the league. Adam Silver is the one who talked him into not retiring. That's right. Yeah. Dude, if he retired, he would have left that $100 million on the table. Mm-hmm. $102 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't walk away from $102 million. No, I can't either. No, he, he talked about it. He said that it just it became like a lot. And uh, from everything like people were saying about him to like he, – he, I mean it's a really good podcast. He said that after the incident – he like went and sat in his like man cave for like two straight days and was just like thinking about everything and like realized like yeah like I I made a mistake like I I need to own up I like to it. this is this is this was really bad and so um he like you know met with a bunch of people and ended up meeting with Adam Silver and told like Adam he's like I'm gonna retire and I Adam, got his quote from what he said on his podcast he said I told Adam this is too much for me this is too much this is too much it's all becoming just too much and I'm just going to retire yeah he didn't say it like that i know because <laughs> i can't speak you, you I, make it sound so more like uh exciting yeah well because people are listening i guess uh, and i can't talk like i'm not a, um i don't know how to do impressions well maybe don't do impressions i don't i'm just not well, i try my best uh-huh. but i'm not good at it yeah. like i talk i just do my own impression so what do you say oh and then he anyway he just said that he was done 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 and then adam talked about i just did my impression it was good enough yeah, so Adam said, you're making a rash decision, and I'm not going to let you do that. And then uh, Dr- and he was like, man, what do you mean I got a rash? <laughs> oh, poor joke, John. Um, but no, he did some of that preparation H. He basically said, uh, he basically said that he, uh, no, I don't think so, um, that he was just very grateful to, to play in a, in a league where the commissioner cares so much about the players, and, uh, and really it's more about wanting them to grow and be better people um, than it is about like discipline. Did you know Tiger and Nike have broken up? Yeah, I saw that. Really sad. Um, dude's been with him twenty seven years. Like first he, step to go to live, John. Oh, you think that's what it no, is? No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm completely joking. I I don't know, man. Um, it's it's just wild. Like I always, I mean, Tiger Woods and Nike, like peas and carrots. I thought they'd be you know forever, like MJ. Thought he was that other guy, like in the golf world, that would always be there. I thought so too. Yeah, I mean, he's become. I mean, like the swoosh, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. Those are the three biggest Nike brands that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the ones that are like, damn. 
they got they got the corner locked down. And now he's leaving. Um, and by the way, what's going on with golf? What's what's, what's up with this live thing? Are they still in the, in the PGA? Are they make? Are they are they divorcing each other? Are they, are uh, they I don't mating? know. They, they were supposed to have. There was like a deadline that they were supposed to meet to like either decide that they were going to come together or decide they weren't going to come together, and that passed, and they like extended it or something. I don't know. It's a mess. All right. Um, do you know Jake Browning? Yeah. Did you know how good? Did you know that Jake's game was that good? Uh, no, I mean, he's impressed me this year. I, my buddy actually texted me a Dude, while I've ago. I've never been more impressed with anybody in my life. What well, I saw I mean, on what Joe I saw Flacco, on Sunday, what Joe Flacco has done this year. Joe Flacco ain't dating a twenty-seven on a ten-point scale. I'm sorry. Did you not see his girl yesterday in the bodysuit? I thought we were talking about football. I'm talking about his game. I thought we were talking about his, his nah, game. I'm talking about his game, oh. man. Like Joe, Br- I mean Jake Browning coming from Washington, kind of like very soft-spoken. Yeah. You know, kind of just uh, seems like a really nice guy. I wouldn't sit there and like look at Jake Browning and think to myself, "Oh, like he's 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 got that drip." Mm-hmm. And girls just be all on that. His girl is now famous. She was the most trending thing on my ex yesterday. Interesting. I know I was also scrolled and scrolled and scrolled mm. and scrolled and scrolled. And her attire again, if she didn't want to be talked talked about on a million radio shows today, uh, then she wouldn't have worn that outfit because um, that was the strongest. That's the best looking woman I've seen at an NFL game. And there's a lot of good looking women in NFL games possibly ever. Yeah, you might want to go check that out. John, did you see that over the weekend? Like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're Joe Burrow, if you're, like, Matt uh, Matt Stafford, I don't know, he, he settled already. Um, if you're, like, the single quarterback, are you wondering how Jake Browning, the backup, landed this? Or is that just me? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Take some take some notes, I guess. Maybe the rookies can take some notes from from him. John, did you see over the weekend a plane lost its door yeah, in air? Yep. Did n- and nobody got sucked out. Right. They said. How did nobody get sucked out? There was nobody sitting on the the aisle that Whoa. they got sucked off. There's nobody sitting on it because supposedly the aisle people, that got sucked off. Uh huh. Um. Supposedly that. Uh, Usually, I would think that's an aisle you want to sit in. So supposedly those people missed the flight or something like that. Um. But the the part of the plane that was ripped off uh landed in a school teacher's backyard in Oregon. Damn man. It was the size of a refrigerator. They said. I'm glad he didn't land on her. Well, him, Bob. Um, oh, Bob is a man? Uh-huh. That's right. Terrifying, though. But, yeah, nobody was hurt. They were able to down the plane. Sounds like there were some warning lights that came on, like, before, and they just said whatever and, like, flew. That's reckless speculation. I thought I think I saw that somewhere. Man, I'm just still and so impressed with the fact that nobody got sucked out. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. If I was on a plane and the damn window blew out, I'd be scared. I would have... I would have... I think I would have pooped my pants. Yeah, they said that like some stuff was sucked out. Like uh, I think like some a couple bags or something like that were sucked out. But like yeah, nobody was hurt on the, on the actual plane. Like my luck is I'd be walking right by that right when the window got sucked out. And I'd go immediately. Oh yeah, you're trying to go to the bathroom yeah, or something. Trying and, to go. No, try to go. Done. It'd be on the way to join the Mile High Club. Oh, would be my luck. Uh-huh. I'm about to have the best day of my life. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm joining the and club. Then you're dead. And then I'm sucked out the plane. I mean, that's got to be terrible. I mean, I'm sure every the moment that happens, everybody on that plane goes. Well, it was a good run. 
That's where, once that happens, though, what are, what are you, what's the first thing you're supposed to do if the window gets sucked out your plane? Pray. Put the mask on yourself and then help others. Ah. Remember that. Always put the mask on yourself first. Interesting. I've never been on others. a plane, John, and, and a story like this makes me not want to be on a plane. Oh, you've never been on a plane? I love flying. It's great. Yeah. It's, I, I don't like driving at all. Hmm. I've flown a lot of times. Guess what? I've never been sucked out of plane. That's a good point. Now, Ryan Garcia, do you know who he is? He's a boxer. He's an a-hole, too. He had a baby and then divorced his wife the next day. No, 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 no. Not even the next day. He served her the papers one hour after the baby was Oh, oh it was an hour. I thought it was an a day. Hour. An hour. Wow. So an hour after his wife delivers their child, he serves her with divorce papers. How about that? I have never heard of somebody as bigger of an a-hole as this guy. Crazy. Like, come on, man. You, again, the, you know, like, you know, sometimes women have babies and they have postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. What is he trying to force the depression on her? <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know what? I don't want to have to say, girl, you should look at this as a blessing. Because any a-hole who would divorce his wife an hour after they gave birth to their first child is somebody you don't want to be married to. Mm-hmm. Take him for all you can get him for. Any of the idiot that just bought like a a brand new car last week too that I was talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he it is. was like it was a uh, bulletproof and whatever. Yeah, he bought two cars yeah. and made both of them bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we don't like him. He's uh, he's been ducking Shakur Stevenson for a while. Um, did he be- get him bulletproof because maybe his wife? He did this. He did this. Remember again, two weeks before he also divorced his wife. Yeah, maybe this was all a master. Is plan. this a master plan because he thinks his wife might came out, but come back and shoot him? Maybe John. I don't know. What an a hole. Guess we'll have to wait and see. What an a hole. Well, you know what? That's all the hard wood I can give you because you know what? I need a little bit of time because we have a national championship game tonight. It's the Washington Huskies, Michael Penix Jr. against that vaunted defense of Michigan. Michigan number one defense, Michael Penix offensive line, number one offensive line in the country. Michael Penix, top three quarterback in the country. J.J. McCarthy ain't, but that run game is strong. I'm also worried about Johnson and his leg. We're going to talk all about the natty on the other side, and I'm going to give you my picks for tonight. Don't touch the dial. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56, WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Power source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio, and Dag Gummit. I am fired up because tonight I get to rock and fire. We got the national championship, two undefeated teams, number one versus number two. It is Michigan. 
It is Washington, and I think it's going to be awesome. And again, I, we, I, I feel like I've listened to everybody, and I'm hearing with you know Jake Crane, who I respect very much, very much, and I agree with a ton of his points. But I'm telling you right now, I'm on the other side. I am not on Michigan, and I'm going to go all the way back to last year. Michigan lost 51-45 to TCU. Why? Because TCU in that first half jumped all over their keister. J.J. McCarthy made a few crucial mistakes. This TCU team, I mean that TCU team with Max Dugan, and yes, they had some good wide receivers. They ain't Michael Penix Jr. in this group of wide receivers. Michigan secondary, while we talk about how great Michigan's defense is, every metric will tell you that Michigan's defense is unbelievable. Who's the best quarterback they played against this year? Is it is it last week against Jalen Milrow? Um, or is it Tulia Tugaviola? No. Um, who is it? I don't know. I don't think they played a good quarterback this year, honestly. They ain't played anybody. That's uh, Michael Penix Jr. I can promise no, you that. Not. This is a team that played East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, Purdue. Their toughest games were against Penn State. We saw Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Not Tennessee. Ole Miss. Oh, uh, no, it was uh, Ole Miss beat the brakes off of Penn State. Mm-hmm. And it was Missouri beat Ohio State. Bingo. Man, these they, I'm just telling you. Maryland, Ohio State. And again, down the stretch, 24 points against Penn State, 31 to 24 against Maryland. They beat Ohio State by six. Mm-hmm. They did trounce Iowa because Iowa's terrible. I just don't think this team has played anybody, and nobody have they played that has the offensive explosive firepower as is this Michael Penix-led Washington Huskies team is. I mean, they are just as nasty as you can say it. And they played Texas last week. Let's not forget that. And Michael Penix was almost perfect. He threw for 430 yards and two touchdowns. Let me repeat what I just told you. He threw for 430 yards in that game. Adunze, six receptions, 125 yards. They've got three NFL wide receivers. Washington does. You know where I think the the weakness is on this Michigan team? Where's that? I think it's their dead gum secondary. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, they can stop the run, and they've stopped the run against everybody all year. You can pick apart that secondary. You can get past them. Talia Tugavaloa did it over and over and over again. Jalen Milrow would have had success if his offensive line would have blocked anybody. And Washington's offensive line is much better, much better than Alabama's. And I know that D, uh, Dylan Johnson's a little bang up. This kid's going to go. It's the championship game. He's been getting treatment all week. He is going to go. I think he's going to be strong. And again, you have Polk, you got Westover, you got McMillan, you got a Dunze. You've got weapons. And the place that you're going to be able to expose them is down the field. And now, again, Texas has a great pass rush, don't they? Yep. Michael Penix Jr. and that Washington Huskies offensive line. They kept his pocket clean enough for him, and he moved around in the pocket, and he, re- he reads defenses well enough that he was able to drop 37 points on Texas's face and throw for 430 yards. I think Texas' defense is not as good as Michigan's, but I don't think Michigan's offense is Texas. I'm not a J.J. McCarthy fan. This is a guy who has been very pedestrian 
when he plays good competition. They lean on their defense, but if you are you able to just lean on your defense and run game if you're behind right out the gate? If I'm Washington, I'm taking the ball starting the game. I want the ball, and I want to come out there and go ahead and get up seven nothing right off the bat. Get up three nothing. I I, lo- I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I love Washington tonight. I love them with the points. I'm going to sprinkle just a, just a little sprinkle the Huskies to win the game. I like it, John. Are you dub? And then again, it would just be fitting also in the last year of the pack that the Huskies went out there and won this junk. And it would be fitting that the last Pac-12 championship would be the Washington Huskies. And again, let's not forget, I talked about the TCU game last year. Texas, I mean, uh, Washington has won 21 straight games. 21 straight games, and they beat a lot of really good football teams. But also, let's not forget, 2020. Indiana, who didn't have the talent that he has on Washington. But you know Michael Penix last game against Michigan? My man threw for like 340 yards and three touchdowns, and Indiana beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michael Penix is going to be a thorn in Jim Harbaugh's ass all damn year because Jim Harbaugh is going to just do nothing but remember Michael Penix Jr. throwing all over that Michigan secondary. I'm taking the Huskies. I think the Huskies pull out a win, but make sure you take the points. Damn, I'm ready for tonight. Who you got? Oh, I like I like Washington, John. I've been on them all season long. I love this team. You're not jumping off? No, not at all. Certainly not for the cheaters in Michigan. I like it. I like it. Come on, Washington. Let's get that dub. Get them at five and a half while you can. For Bryant Dacus, I'm John Harden. Enjoy this national championship. Get out there. Make the world a better place. See you on the flip side. Peace. Hey.